Greetings, June Squad. It is I, Judge Jay, arbitrator of nerdery. With me, as always, my stalwart companion, Chief Judge of Nerdnum, Judge Chris. I am the nerd. Today we are recording at Peachtree's, the 200-story slum tower block, in the dystopian world that is Mega City One, home of the comic anti-hero Judge Dredd. Whoa! Are we the million customer? and stay the fuck out of our way until the shooting stops. If I hear of anyone helping the judges, I will kill them and the next generation of their family. As for the judges, sit tight or run. Makes no difference, your mind. Oh, shit. I think we're going to be busy. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere ever. Just Us Nerds Podcast. Oh yeah. Well, it looks like we're not going anywhere for a while. Uh, Want to talk about comic books? Yeah! Uh, okay. Uh, what you been reading? Alright, man. Um, actually, in honor of our show, I have been reading the IDW uh, Judge Dreads. They are so much fun. Um, Judge Dredd, of course is one of the coolest characters, I mean, any, anybody can say. You want to do a little background? I know you had it pulled up. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I think I closed it, but it's it's fine. It's uh, originally started as a, a British comic, mm-hmm. I know that, and it's this dystopian world that exists where crime is so rampant, and uh, I, I think society has been so decimated that you can no longer have the traditional justice system they've abolished all lawyers they've abolished all the, the justice system of the future works quickly now that they've abolished all lawyers uh, different they did. different 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 uh, uh future uh but so you have these people called judges who, who are, are actually police officers they're kind of. they're police officers and so they act as literally as judge jury and, and executioner. executioner yeah and so they patrol these these ginormous cities that exist, Mega City One being the home of, of Judge Dredd. Who is the greatest judge of all time. And and these judges, I think they're like genetically engineered to be perfect. Well, or they're am I remembering the Stallone you're movie? You're quoting the Stallone movie. Okay. Yeah. Alright. No, he was just the top of his class. I mean he's the you know He's just really good at really his good job. At his job. Really he's the good. guy who who that is his life. That's He's like all he does. if you took RoboCop and you took out all the Robo, and what would be left would be Judge Dredd. 
That's called Alex Murphy. Okay, well, yeah, but 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 like, uh, <laughs> if you took so if you took RoboCop and you made him not a machine and you just made him like a a dude, it would be Judge Dredd. Sure, I I know where you're going with the whole Alex Murphy thing. He's basically he's a cops cop. He's, yeah. he's like the ultimate tough guy, right? Badass, and uh, so yeah, the Judge Dredd is a very long running comic book. Uh, I we were reading just a little bit of background in preparation for the show that a, a lot of times the, the comic book is used as a way for po- political satire. Uh, definitely it, it's, if you think about it, it's really a very scary idea. If you, if you think about that, you can basically just be arrested and sentenced right there, like, there. right there on the spot. That's it. There's it's, no, but the thing is there, there is no like, you know, uh, there's no jury. There's no depiction of innocence here. I mean, that's it. He caught you. You're you're guilty. You're done. Yeah, yeah. He's determined guilt right there on the spot. So right. It's actually quite a terrifying idea if you Do think you about it. Do you know Judge Dredd's abilities? It's actually they have something listed as his abilities. Uh, no, no. Go Ready? Ahead. Please tell me. So he's an excellent marksman, expert in unarmed combat. I'm an excellent marksman. Yeah. 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 Can shoot a fly off. Can shoot wings off of a fly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bionic eyes. He granted that a twenty twenty night vision and reduced blinking rate. <laughs> okay. So there you go. That. No LASIKs for him. Not needed. Um, he was actually created. First time he was actually put out was uh, March fifth of nineteen seventy seven. Uh, first appearance of really two thousand AD. Oh, that's, that's cool. Comic, yeah. Um, but anyway, so the comics that I've been reading are through IDW. Um, it. It is a cool comic. I mean, if you're a fan of the original series, um, so he, he is a sidekick, right? His, his Anderson. Anderson yeah. is his a partner. Female judge, uh, and she's a psychic. Yes, yeah. They call it the side division, and basically, what the side division is is literally they'll go driving around and they'll hear people's thoughts, like "I'm gonna kill that bitch," and then they fucking break down the door, and they're like, "Got you," like kind of like Minority Report, right. almost, right. So, but what's going on in this in this series is, all of a sudden, so Mega City 1 is so big that they don't have, like, basically, picture the entire city of Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. You're living in one building. That's it. Yeah. That's where you live. Because everything outside has been radiated. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a nuclear wasteland. Yeah, right. So, but what do humans need? They need help. So what helps? What runs the city? What keeps the city going? Robots. Oh. oh. What were you going to say? Porn. Yes, but robots. 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 Robot robot porn? Maybe. But anyway, so in this series, all of a sudden, the robots start kind of getting a mind of their own. Uppity. Kind of, yeah. They turn against the humans. Like, there's one where a guy is running a jewelry store and it's just him. And he has this robot. And somebody breaks in, and they're just smashing the glass and taking the jewelry. He looks at the robot. He goes, are you going to do anything? And she looks at him, and it's a female robot. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the guy's kind of lonely, because he's like all on his own. And the female robot looks at him, and she goes, well, you never call me pretty anymore, so you never do anything, so I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> but then he's like, well, come on, do something. And he goes, like, what, when you turn off the lights and you do this dirty, make me do those filthy things to you? I mean, they just do this type of crap. Oh, Burn. You just got burned. You got burned. By a robot. So, you know, they're refusing to do their jobs. And then when Judge Dredd's like chasing after the, the, the jewelry thieves, mm-hmm. they end up he ends up jumping down in this tunnel and he looks and the jewelry thieves are laying on the ground decimated. 
Mm. I mean, just riddled with bullets. Robots come out. They want to annihilate everybody in the building who is not a robot. Kill all humans. Kill all humans. Isn't this always the way that it always ends? You never any... trust the robot! Never trust a robot. I will kick R2-D2 off the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I don't trust don't, him. Don't trust him. You think he's cute and cuddly, but he just... he, he BB-8 wants... is a freaking A-bomb rolling around. No, no, he wants to annihilate all That's humans. It. So, uh, yeah, every story, every story where that people have robot servants, it never ends well. It just... Ne- Westworld. Uh, oh, God. The Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um... Hello, Hal. Oh, yeah, yeah thank you. Two, 2001. iRobot. Oh, see, that didn't work out. Yeah, it just, it never works out. So don't, don't trust the robots. Yeah. So, so this, that's kind of the, the premise of the story. Yeah, it's, that's, that's it, what he's dealing with mm-hmm. is renegade robots. But it, it's an awesome series. Um, I think I've read up to like 12 or 13 issues of this. And it kept me interested the entire time. Mm-hmm. This is one where it, what, they, they kind of do cliffhangers, but, you know, it, it, you have to read all of it. But it made me want to read all of it. That's mm-hmm. the thing that I liked. Mm-hmm. Is this? I've read. You know, we've had the comics where you read it and you look and you're like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm done." After like two issues, yeah, you're like, yeah. I don't want to read this anymore. Like for me, the, the the new Superman saga series. Oh, the 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 one with Superman and Son, or the the one where he's fighting Doomsday. The tale of two Supermen and all of this, and then one dies, and then one comes back, and then this, and then you're, that. You're you're out. I've been out for a while because I looked and I'm like, too convoluted, too boring. Bye. And I, I just, you know... But this has your attention. Absolutely. So, I, um... How's, the, how's the artwork? Right, here, we'll take a look. Um, let's give a little, uh... This is available up on Comixology, of yes. course. So, the you know, artist... You know what my first introduction to Judge Dredd was? Stallone? No, no, actually, it... it that was mine! It, it was it, yeah, I mean... I'm around that age. It, it, yeah. It was actually Judge Dredd Batman. Oh, was, uh, did, did yeah. you ever read that? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, there, there's some type of event that happens, uh, opens up a, because obviously Mega City 1 mm-hmm. exists in a in a different, can't exist in the same world as, as DC, so Batman finds himself in Mega City 1, and I remember there's, there's this great scene where, so Batman gets arrested by Judge Dredd. Oh, that's funny. He gets arrested, and so Judge Dredd is basically going through Batman's utility belt, and like issuing all of the charges against Batman. So it's for, like a hundred years by the time so he's done. You're under you're under arrest for carrying plastic explosive and gas bombs for this and that. Oh yeah. And yeah. So that that was my that was my introduction so to uh the art Judge Dredd. is done by two uh men. It's by Nelson Daniel and mm-hmm. Paul Galacy. I, I wanna show it to you because I I think you will absolutely enjoy it. Let me get a good shot of Dredd. Um the uh, the new so the new movie well, I guess I mean you we'll call it new it's it's several years old oh that that is, that I, is I like really that. good art it's artwork it's not that like animated bubble look it's got that dull uh, color tone to it mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. but there's still color I mean the no. the brightest thing there though is him no I like that but what my question was going to be the, the, the new yeah the new movie the Dread. fantastic version of it so if if you watch Dread would you say that is Dread a good movie to get you started with before reading yes. the comic book yeah I I I think um, if if anybody was was interested I I would watch that movie first um, it I, gives you all the backstory you need for the most part I mean you really don't need it I mean that's the one thing I liked about this is he's not one of those cops where it's like. I watched it. I shot a kid, you know, and all of a sudden you need to know about his backstory and why he does a certain thing and why he doesn't do a certain thing. He shows up to work and he does his job. That's what he does. 
And so for me, that that's you know. So you're thinking if even if you don't know who Judge Dredd is, you could pick this comic book up and start reading it. Yeah, you look okay. and you go, okay, where's a badge? You know he's the good guy. You know you know he's going after bad men, and he just it's how do I put this? It's Dragnet on steroids. You you know you know what's going to happen eventually. However, with these movies, it normally ends up in a gunfight and Judge Dredd or you know shoots somebody or blows somebody up or does something to that effect. He's 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 definitely a a cool character, um, you know, right down to the gun that you can just call out the type of ammo. The lawgiver, yeah, 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 the lawgiver. Well, I love the names too because his gun is a lawgiver, right? And like you said, he says what it is, and it'll have different weapons. It's just the, the ammo flare right. flare gun, right? <laughs> you know, incendiary, and he has machine gun, Nerf gun, right? <laughs> right. Fart gun, fart gun, but yeah. and then his. Vehicle of choice. How do you have a badass cop? What does he drive? A car? No, no, no. He's got a badass motorcycle. And what's the name? The name of it? Uh, it's got a pretty cool name. I forgot. The Lawmaster. The Lawmaster. Okay. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, I'm. I'm liking the artwork in this. <laughs> so, the, so his his love bot is telling him, uh, "I'm not going to do shit because." You oh, you like got the to, part. Yeah. Yeah, you like to do filthy things to me. You dirty. Pervert. <laughs> See? Isn't that awesome? Robot porn. What was I telling you? I, I was just... I was just you were right. Uh, prophetic. Prophetic as always. So what have you been reading? Uh, you know, you loaned me New Frontier. Yeah. And so that's really occupied a lot of my reading time. And I know you did your review on it. I'm not finished with it yet, so I'll, I'll just say a couple words about it. I love it. Yeah. It's it's a, I mean, I think it's, it's right up there with The Watchmen. It's right up there with Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. It's right up there with Dark Knight Returns. Uh, Which is, the, each one of these that you're naming, though, is a standalone. Like, if you never knew anything about any of the superheroes and you grab that book, mm-hmm. do you think that would have been enough? Uh, you're talking about um, New Frontier. New Frontier. Yeah, th- that's what I like about it. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny, as I was reading it, and I, I said, you know... If I were to decide to give up reading comic books, if I just said, okay, I don't want to, or at least read, stop reading superhero. <sighs> oh, okay. <sighs> but if I were to decide to give up reading superhero comic Hypothetical. books. Hypothetical. Hypothetically. Good God, because then we wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't have a show. But I would be okay with just having the new frontier be some, like my superhero. Fix. That's your Bible. That's my Bible. Because yeah. it does great uh, origin stories. You get a good origin story for Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. He's He's kind of... Like your your entry point to the superhero world, yeah. And um, I love the way that they imagine each of these characters, and they're not at all in they're three dimensional. Like the the idea that uh, Wonder Woman, for yes. example, I, I think it's very telling about her character. The scene where Superman is confronting her in Indochina. Yes, where and she freed the, the the women slaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, there's a there's a great scene in the book. So uh, if you don't want to hear this, you might want to skip ahead. But great scene in the book where uh, basically Wonder Woman fr- has freed all of these women who were being used as basically sex slaves. They were in tiger cages. They, they were in tiger cages in and. Uh, she defeats all of the men who are holding the women captive, puts all of their but guns... But she doesn't the, kill them. Doesn't kill them, puts all of their guns in a field, and... Closer to the women! Closer to the women, and then lets the women decide what they're going to do. Now, of course, Superman is aghast at this. He's saying, you know, how could you do this, Diana? This isn't This isn't why we're here. This isn't what we stand for. You know what I love? That, that right there is my depiction of Superman. 
He's yeah. like, that is not the American way. That right. is not the way we handle business. That is not the way we do things. Right. And I looked at her and I was like, I like this guy. And and her reply to him is great, though, because she goes, all I did was give them a choice and let them exercise free will. You know, the American way. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought it was great. You have these two characters and you learn so much about who they are mm-hmm. in that scene. It's it's really wonderful. Uh, of course, you know I always gush over Batman. I love the way Batman's depicted well, in this book. That's the thing I was actually going to say to you. You know what I love about this is there is gloom in this, but it's not as dark as you've always seen Batman, you know, and he's this dark, brooding monster. Like you look at all-star Batman you know, I'm the goddamn Batman. Right, right, just, right. This Batman, you can tell he's hurting. You can tell he's upset. But he's not, you know, this dark, you know, there, there's... Darkness! Yeah. No parents! But you see, he's a man on a mission, but it's not, you know, like I said, it's not, not an issue like, like that. And, and you know, I, I agree with you. What, what I was going to say is he is... A thoughtful character as well and another very telling scene is when you first get introduced to to batman and when he's saving this boy yeah. who's about to be sacrificed by he's this wearing cult. his original costume with the blue with the purple gloves and, and really very very terrifying menacing yeah and he there's a moment where he he actually frightens the child that he's trying to save yeah and he backs away for a moment and john and, yells at him and yeah tells him you're, you're scaring the boy and then there's that moment that you mentioned in the book later on where he has altered his appearance so that he doesn't look as frightening. It's the Dick Sprang look. More of the, yeah. yeah the, the, the happy-go-lucky. Chiseled jaw, short yeah. ears. It's got the uh, faceplate, you know, kind of the thing and, with and, the lighter blue. And, and by this point... has Robin. Ha- yeah, exactly. He's introduced Robin at this point and he says, I, I started, he tells Superman, I started doing this to frighten yeah. criminals, not children. Yeah. And it's a much more thoughtful take on the character well, and see what i love that that is actually one of my favorite interactions that's my second because you know my first one but that's the second one mm-hmm. i love when because in, in the comics it's definitely different uh from the movie that they made and in the comics they meet in a field because batman is a wanted criminal mm-hmm. he is an wanted criminal by the u.s government right. however superman sees the good and we'll, won't go after him. He'll right. be like, oh no, he slipped through my fingers. Dang. Let, let me talk a little bit about that too. Something about the, the story. You, you mentioned him being a wanted criminal. I, I feel like this story, uh, I keep wanting to call it Kingdom Come. It's New Frontier. You might as well. Uh, New, New Frontier, it's almost, it's kind of like Civil War before there was a Civil War. Yeah. Can, can yeah. you find out too, which came first? Did Watchmen come first or did... Watchmen, you mean? Uh, no, did Watchmen or did New Frontier come first? Which... Which came first? Because yeah. I, I, the, uh, the, the premise of this story is that the, the government has outlawed superheroes uh, unless you register with the government and you only work from within the parameters so of the government. So, Ro- uh, Watchmen mm-hmm. was from 86 to 87. It started in September of 86, ended October of 87. Okay. So, All that's right. the issue run. So I, 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 that. I think uh, New Frontier is going to be the, the more recent I, I publication I think because Darwin Cook wasn't on the scene until much later. Yeah. So so Watchmen did it first, but I know I think New Frontier does predate Civil War. Uh, regardless, it just does some really interesting things with the premise of the idea of well, if you're a do-gooder, then don't yeah, it was don't 2004. don't. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay. Uh, 
do you wait for a government to tell you to do the right thing? And and to kind of quote uh, Chris Evans's Captain America mm-hmm. from Civil War, governments, on your left? Gov- no, not on your left. <laughs> on your left. On your left. Uh, governments change hands and agendas change. Right. And what happens if maybe when you need to go somewhere and do something, they're going to say no, and and they tell you no, yeah. or or worse, what if the government's telling you to do something and that, you don't want to that, go there. that and you don't want to go and it's yeah. and it's wrong. So it it really examines that question. Uh, in a very thoughtful way, and you have you have the characters of Superman and Wonder Woman who decide, okay, we're going to try to do good, but we're going to work within the system. Then you have characters like Batman, Batman who's like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm, I'm going to do my own thing. Fuck off. Uh, screw you guys. I'm doing him. Well, the thing, like I was saying, that I absolutely love with, with the Batman character, like you said, you see the evolution. And they meet in this field, and, you know, Clark comes down, and he looks at him, and they start talking, and Robin's sitting there, and he looks, and he goes, Wow! You really do know him like that. and Because, yeah. you know, Robin's in awestruck because, you know, this is Superman. Mm-hmm. And I love Batman's response. He looks at him and he goes, don't you have homework to do? Like that. <laughs> and he goes, dang it. You know, and he and he leaves. And it's kind of like when, like, you get shown up by, like, your friend shows up. Yeah. And they're like, wait, like, you, you, uh, you're way more impressive yeah. older brother or yeah, something yeah, shows yeah. up. and yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, is like. He didn't, you know, get the hell away, kid. We're talking. You know, it was, don't you have homework to do? It, it was wasn't like, like, go go eat a rat in the cave. Yeah, yeah. I didn't lock him in the cave to do that kind do of thing. You hear that, Frank Miller? You can still make Batman edgy without making However, him a child However, I abuser. will I will say, Jim Lee, please do more of that Batman. That art was gorgeous. I want more of that Batman. Well, let's just have Light Jim, them up Jim Lee do the artwork and let's have Darwin Cook do the writing. Yeah, but Darwin has that look, and everyone's got a smile on his face. I like that angry-looking Batman with the, the stubble and the... No, 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 I'm saying you don't have Darwin Cook do the artwork, you just have him do the yeah, writing. Yeah, I you agree. Have, you, have, you have him do the writing. Well, and you know what my favorite scene in that entire comic is? No, no, not, you may have mentioned to me, I don't, I don't remember. So, Batman is working with John Jones, and he has... Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, and what he has... He, of course, Batman being the detective that he is, he knows where John lives. And John comes home. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Batman's standing there and he looks and he goes, and he looks at me and he goes, how come your psychic abilities didn't sense me? That's my trick. Like that. And like he had a way to block him out. Because I'm Batman, motherfucker. Pretty much. <laughs> but he says to him, he says, because they're, they're going over information with, with the, the coming being. You know what, the, the, what villain, the, the villain, the villain, basically the uh, the antagonist of the yeah. whole story, the center called the center. Yes, and he says to him, and he says, "I believe you're doing the right thing. So for now, we'll work together. But make no mistake, I have a seventy thousand dollars sliver of a green meteorite that'll take down the man from Metropolis. All I need is a penny for a book of matches for you." And then he jumps out. And, like, what do you say to that? Like, he looks, he, he could, didn't give him the last word, wouldn't let him talk. All right. And then John looks and he goes, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a mic drop. That's yeah. a mic drop. He literally right looks there. and he's like, <laughs> like, it's one of those where you're like, well, shit. Yeah, you know? that, that is one of my favorite I moments, too. It's a great, it's such a great Batman moment. And, and it, it, it speaks about how the character is so single-minded and how he really doesn't, make easy alliances it doesn't it shows kind of a lack of trust like well, he i'll work with it. you yeah but i'll take you out if i have to right and i can <laughs> well i mean the tower of babel explained that itself I yeah mean, that yeah. that is a fantastic story jumping grant, grant morrison's story yeah. i think where batman develops a uh a plot to kill or stop every member of the justice league 
including himself, mm-hmm. if they went rogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which in my book, I think was a fantastic idea. However, Batman being Batman with that story, he didn't tell anybody. Didn't tell anyone. He and didn't then, tell anybody. And then Ra's al Ghul got Broke a hold of his, uh, of his plans and tweaked them. Well, that's what to, happens to when him, you put it up on the cloud. To make them a little bit... You can't trust the cloud. You can't trust the cloud. That's what <laughs> happens. Um, so yeah, I, I've been reading New Frontier. I've, I've really enjoyed. And it is that. not a time wasted, is it? Yeah, oh, I. It it's so enjoyable. The there's so much I love about that. The the storytelling, the artwork. I love Darwin Cook's yeah. artwork. It, it, it's reminiscent somewhat of, of the Golden of, Age. Of the Golden Age, and uh, do you, does it remind you at all of Bruce Timm's artwork? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably you know. I, I one of my favorite, like I said, my favorite depictions are that golden age where people still had smile on their faces. Mm-hmm. That's why I love like my flash figure that we did on the last show. Yeah, because yeah. he just looks like you know I'm gonna beat your ass, but it's gonna be a great day. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. And and make no mistake, they're gonna handle their business. And they're gonna do their job, but everybody you know is happy to be there. It's not like now where. We've got Superman pissed off and snapping, you know, General Zod's neck and screaming and doing all stupid bullshit. Not, not everyone has to be. So I think our, our good friend um, and the, the artist who, we, Jim Fern, Jim Mr. Fern. Mr. Jim Fern was saying, you know, the world's got enough darkness. We need a little we, light. We need, we need a little bit of light. You know how I'll compare this, okay? You look at the comic books now and you look at the movies now. Look at, you know, Henry Cavill. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. But his Superman's pretty dark. His Superman is pretty dark. But for me, growing up with George Reeves and Christopher Reeves, yeah. they always had a smile on their face. Even, you know, like, that's when you knew Superman meant business. Like, he'd be smiling and talking, but then he'd look at Lex Luthor. Like, Christopher Reeves, perfect for it. He would come through that door, and he kind of had a smile on his face. Yeah. You remember, yeah. like, in the subway, and he busts through the subway, and he comes through, and he's kind of got a smile on his face. Yeah. And then Lex starts talking, and he doesn't like what he says, and his face drops. And then he looks at him, and I went, uh-oh. Because you knew right there, you're like, he's going to rip your head off. Well, you know what, I think that's a, this is an excellent segue for us to go into movie talk. Yeah! We're doing, doing movie talk. There'll be spectacle, there'll be fantasy, there'll be daring do and stuff like you would never see. Hey, a movie! Yeah, we're gonna be a movie starring everybody and me. Uh, what you're talking about is, I mean, with Superman, one of the key differences between, I think, the, the Richard Donner Superman and, and Zack Snyder's, Superman has always been... With the exception, I think, with maybe Zack Snyder's and right. some other, uh, you know, maybe other more recent interpretations, a character who's very sure of himself and he knows who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what's the thing that I always like to compare him to? He is DC's Captain America. I mean, yeah. he, he's yeah. the guy who knows right from wrong. Yes. he. But he's the, even Bruce calls him in. What does he call him? He calls him a Boy Scout. Boy Scout, sure. He always tells him, he was, come on, Boy Scout. Because he's always nice and a G, you know, G gosh, and you know. But but he's and, and yes, I, I I agree with I agree with that. Zach and Zack Snyder's vision, I think, probably my my problem with it, and it the the darkness that you're you're speaking of. Yeah. It's not like a darkness necessarily of like he's. We're not saying he's evil. evil no, but it's he is clouded. He's not sure of who he is. Yeah, and and that is magnified even more in Batman v Superman. He's not sure, should there be a Superman? Is there a purpose for me existing? Right. And, uh, excuse me. 
<clears throat> a little bit of the uh, uh, Mega City One uh, nachos. Yeah. Uh, well, that the, cl- the clouds of gas running through her isn't really helping. That might that might do it too. Um, it, you know, the, the the difference is, you know, Zack Snyder's Superman. He doesn't really know who who he is. Right. And and Superman is one of those characters that he is the hero's hero. Yeah. He is the one that other superheroes look up to. He knows what he is. He I, one of my favorite Superman stories from the comics that I think really illustrates this is I. I don't know if it was called Truth, Justice in the American Way, uh, but they later adapted it into a, a cartoon movie called mm-hmm. Superman versus the Elite. Yes, and and it's it is it's examining, they're from the future. It's examining this idea: it, yeah. it, is Superman just too old fashioned? When everybody's super, <laughs> no, no one is. Yeah, but do you remember that? Is that you have this team of the Elite, and they kill people, and they're right. edgy, and, and they do their job, and they're they're telling Superman, "There's no place for you. You're you're outdated," and right. and that's. There's a really great, and I think it was just a one shot in in the comic books. So I think that's that's probably you know your and my issue with yeah. the, the current imagining of Superman and why I think Zack Snyder doesn't really get about him is that there's he there's no mistaking for him there's no mistake of why he's here what he's supposed to do right he has very firm roots in in like in Americana right like he, well and that's why he's the leader of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. He's the one where they look at, like, they turn to look at him and go, hey, dude, what do we do? Right. Well, I mean, yeah, Batman will help with the strategy and stuff like that. But I'm sure, even still, he looks and he goes, all right, dude. And Batman's much, by contrast, Batman is much more of a pessimist when it comes to people. Yeah, which does mean- not trust me. And even Clark says it. And actually, it was, I forget which animated movie. that I think it was the Batman Superman movie. Mm-hmm. And no, it was the um, public enemies. Was it where they were on the run? No, 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 no. It was. Um, oh, what was it? It Doom, Justice League Doom. Okay, Batman gets shot in the chest, and or Clark gets shot in the chest with the kryptonite bullet, and Batman goes and actually does surgery on. You, you are thinking of public enemies. I am, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, you're thinking and of public he, enemies. That's it, because I love that conversation between the two, because he pulls it out, and he says something to him, um, like, it's something like, I don't have a sense of humor, you know, when it's like that, or he says... Do, uh, he says, do us both, both a, a favor, favor. Uh, l- lose the sense of humor. Yeah, he goes, yeah, Batman Clark. says to him, he says, yeah, do us both a favor, lose the sense of and humor, Clark, and then Clark replies, do us both a favor. Grow a, grow a sense of humor. No, he says... By, by, a, sense by a sense of humor. By, by a, a sense, sense of humor, humor, rich man. You know, that's funny, but yeah. that's totally what I, I feel with those two. That they have that brother relationship where they're both trying to one-up each other, but they're both amazing at what they do. And, and they're both essentially the same person, that, but they have very different ways of going about it. Both of them... They're different were, sides of the coin, that's they're, all they're, it is. They're, they're both people that were touched by tragedy in some way. And they're they're both trying to do good, but they go about it in very very different ways. Yes. Uh, anyway, how about some uh, current movie talk? Uh, there, a lot we've had a lot of things going on with Ooh. the Batman you know, <laughs> movie, or not going I, on. I, I apologize on the Facebook page because it's like, hey, we got a director. Holy shit, he ran away. Hey, we're getting a new Batman. Oh no, that Batman's getting out. Hey, they're gonna recast. Or <laughs> hey, we're gonna get the Joker. Oh, it's gonna be somebody else. I'm like. So I literally, anytime now I see a Batman story, I stopped. I will not put it on the Facebook page until it is, like, confirmed 100%. Because I look at a lot of this and I'm just like, okay, 
a weenie. Like, it was like, hey, Gilmer Del Toro's looking at it. Hey, Kevin Smith is looking at it. Hey, this guy's looking at it. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And then there were rumors that Ben Affleck is not going to be Batman. And then there's rumors that Arnie Hammer's being looked at as Batman. And then they're like, oh, Jared Leto's coming back. He's back in the gym. He's, you know, he's, he's getting back into shape. And then all of a sudden they're like, never mind. He said, fuck off. You know, and you're like, uh-oh. Like, we're not going to have a movie. I- I'm, you know... Apart from Wonder Woman, Chris, I'm really... This is so sad. We have Justice League coming out I know. this year. I really couldn't care less. Well, but here's my thing. Isn't that sad? I that, agree. That, it's really sad. I agree. But you know what they were saying, and I, I really agreed with this, and I want to see how you feel. One of the stories, the last director that was on there who just left, but he had said he wanted to recast the Joker. And he, okay. It wasn't that Jared Leto did a uh, bad job. He actually liked his... his Persona is depiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, he said that the Joker is the greatest criminal of all time. Mm-hmm. He is one who runs to the beat of his own drum, does mm-hmm. anything that he pleases. This guy is a crime boss, not a street thug. Right. He wanted to have a Joker, more of a Jack Nicholson, where people follow him. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, the one who runs by himself, you know, doing the pencil trick. You know? <laughs> okay. And that was kind of the thing. Like I looked right. at it and I was like, huh, that's kind of neat. Like I would rather have, you know, the clown prince of crime who You want more of a gang you want the gangster, not the anarchist. Not, I mean, you can have both. I just didn't want the street thug wearing Arkham City pants. I don't know that you can here here's my opinion. I don't think why I don't think you can have both. And here's why. I I, I think that. Uh because an anarchist would be opposed to any type of organization. No, I agree with that. Including organized crime. So I think the concept of... Uh, and I think this is portrayed very well in Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight and his envisioning of the Joker. Right, right. He gets all of the money... And then he burns it. And then he burns it because he's like, I don't... You guys don't understand. I don't give a fuck! Yeah, and I agree with that. And then, like I said, there are certain... Like I told you, with that movie, there were certain parts that they got right yeah. with the Joker. Mm-hmm. That I looked at and I was like... Damn, that's a good joke. But then there were other parts where I looked at it and I'm like, God, when is this movie over? Is this movie going to end? Because, and unpopular belief, people, I've told you, people don't like that. Mm-hmm. When I say that, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger was not the greatest Joker. Well, you know, everyone, to each their own. To, and I, to get each, I get who, it. Who do you think is your, so who is your favorite Joker? Mark Hamill. I, I could see that. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is the only Joker. Yeah. He, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, okay, so... Uh, Wasn't Cesar Romero, let me tell you that. And then who would the runner-up for you be then? Um, Jack Nicholson? Yeah, or? and then I would say Jared Leto. Like, I liked Jared Leto's... So you'd put Heath Ledger at the bottom? Um... I mean, it's kind of a fourth-way tie with You're Cesar gonna... Romero. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, there were some parts that I did like, but there were some parts Chris, that I just... Chris, buddy, I will respectfully disagree with okay, you. Okay, well, where do you put... Where do you put John DiMaggio, though? John DiMaggio was a fantastic Joker as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like everyone... What's the matter, Pumpkin? Which one hurts more? I, I, Forehand or backhand? Ooh, that looks like that hurts. You know, I love that. He, he did a good job with it. I feel, I, I, I feel though that it's hard not to hear anyone else doing voice acting for the Joker and not see it as derivative of Mark Hamill. Agree. So, Agree. So, and, and that's nothing against John DiMaggio. Uh, no. You can't help but be influenced by what came before you. But if if I were to rank the the Jokers, I I, I would. 
I probably would also put Mark Hamill at the top. You kind of have to. Uh, but but for me, listen. It's... When you read a Batman comic mm-hmm. and Joker talks, what do you hear? Yeah, yeah. No, I I I definitely hear. Uh, and even whenever I've done like any kind of videos, like whenever I'm trying right to, with your figures, whenever I'm trying to talk like the Joker, I always imitate Mark Hamill. You know, it's I don't do the I don't do it. So I would say you Mark, don't do the Jack Nicholson. Don't do the Jack Nicholson. It's me, sugar bumps. Um, so, so I would have if I were to rank them, I would say probably Mark Hamill, then Heath Ledger, then Jack Nicholson, hmm. uh, and the, I, I, I don't. I, I'm sorry, I don't think of the other voice actors who who have done the Joker. Right, right. So, so then I would I would have to say probably uh, Jared Leto after that, and then Cesar Romero down the bottom, and then yeah, yeah, Cesar. But I liked Cesar Romero though because the only thing that always got me was he refused to shave his mustache. Yeah. You know why? Because comic books weren't as ridiculously over the top as they are now. No, popular. Caesar Romero was known for his mustache. If you and they told him he needed to shave it, and he basically told them, "No, fuck off." So they went, <laughs> "Well, we really want him," so they actually would paint over it because he was known for his mustache. I always thought that was funny when I watched the show. I always remember thinking, "Does Joker have a mustache?" That's what I used to think. I remember looking at my dad. I'm like, "Why does Joker have a mustache?" And why does he paint it white? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Actually, funny enough, it was already white. Because <laughs> oh, his mu- oh, because yeah. of his age, it was yeah. already uh, it was already white. So, but yeah. So, are and any other movie news? I mean, is there um... well besides that debacle? Um, I'm trying to think if there was some other stuff. I, that we I actually at. saw. I, I want to check this out on Facebook. Maybe we can talk about it next show. But yeah. someone did a fan film with that actually had uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Where he's reprising his role as Robin. Uh, yes, and, I haven't seen. And that. he's wearing like a Nightwing mask and everything. Yeah. So we got to talk about that next we'll show. Let's take a look. Let, let, let's watch it. Um, let's see. We got the Lego Batman come out. Uh, That's doing one. well. I I haven't seen it. I have not. But it's um, beating out like all these movies. It's got like a ninety-one yeah. percent on I mean, Rotten Tomatoes. That looks like a fun popcorn movie. That looks like one that I would go to just for the enjoyment to get away from the world. F- fingers crossed. I'm probably going to go see it this weekend, so maybe I'll have a review. I'll have a review. I'll have a review for it. I'll see. I'll see. You know what? Actually, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about in Toy Box, so maybe we better move on to that. What do you think? Let's do that. All right, let's do some Toy Box. get those wonderful toys. Let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Okay, I'm excited for Toy Box. We well, we had uh, you know this past week the New York uh, Toy Fair, and we we've had some really exciting stuff. I was really excited uh, about uh, the, the stuff I saw at Man, Toy Fair. There was my, only wa- one my wallet problem. was very nervous. <laughs> well, there was the problem. Like all of a sudden, I'm looking and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then all I could think of was. Shit, I'm going to be poor. Shit, I'm going to be yeah. poor. Oh my god, I can't yeah. pay my electricity bill. There, so many figures came out this year for next year that I looked at and I'm like, I need this in my life. You, you know what I love? And this is going to sound so horrible, but you know that feeling when like you see something and you're like, 
I didn't know I wanted this. Yes! But now I do! Yes! And now I'm happy! I didn't know I needed this in my life. Yes. I didn't know! Yes. I was like, I, it's, it's so ridiculous. Like, we live in a world where we split the atom, we go to the moon, we're discovering cures for cancer, yet I get so excited... There's a new Batman figure! There's a new Batman figure! Yeah. This is what I get excited about. You know about. what's funny? And I've had, I've had many people ask me, because... How many Batman figures do you think you have? Oh, good just, God. Just round them Good, around. good God. Um... A uh, conservative estimate, I would say maybe 15. Okay. I'm about the same. All right. I'm about the same. But somebody once asked me, and they're like, why do you need so many different Batman figures? And I look at them, and I'm like, hold on. Hold on. But, see, like, for you and I, it's a little bit different. I get the same question, by the way. Okay. I was going to say, it's a little bit different for you and I, because you know who we go for the most. We grab figures of artists that we like. They're basically yeah. little representations of your favorite art. Exactly. Perfect. I mean, exactly. Um, I know one of your favorite Batman figures is that Frank Miller Batman from oh. All Star Batman. God, I love that he, figure. He's got the he's got the stubble. He's got the stubble. He's got that look like I'm gonna bash your head in. Yeah, I yeah. Love that look. It's um, my favorite figure. That is my crown jewel to my Batman figure collection. My whole top row. I have a bookcase. And on the top of the bookcase is all of my Batman figures. It's looking like, you know... A, it's a shrine. It's a giant hunting party. It our our Batman, who art in Gotham. That's pretty much... Cowled be thy name, to, to quote Kevin Smith. I have some that are, you know, I have one that's, you know, uh, probably 14, 15 inches tall. It's the, the 70s one, the blue yeah, Super Friends Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I have some that are, you know, the little... Wee you know, Batman. The, the Wee Batman. Wee Batman. No, he's hanging on the side of it. Because <laughs> he came with a grappling gun. You told me, if it's alright if I share this story, yeah, yeah. you actually want to buy a second one of that figure so that you don't have to take the one that's rappelling down the side of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's awesome. So, so... You know, if, if those of you that are listening to the toy talk section and you're wondering, what, what's the big what's the big deal? Why do you get so excitement over toys? I think for me anyway, and, and, and you, yeah. it, it's physical representations of, of some of our favorite pieces of art. People buy artwork to put on the walls. Mine just happened to stand in a bookcase. I, exactly, and are fully posable. Well, well, you know what I, I thought was really neat? Like, you have some of these that you do, like, two, two of... You know, one one uh, figure that I just bought. It was kind of hard to find. I found a new Frontier Superman. Okay. Oh yeah. I have yeah. a new Frontier Superman now from Fant the original first series. Fantastic. Very you know pretty hard to find. You can't inspired you know, by the artwork of Darwin, Darwin Cook. Darwin Cook. But one of the things that I did, I went to IKEA, and this is where I love getting my stupid little ideas. You know what we found? You know the old bell jars, the giant glass. Yes. I have a Superman in a bell jar. Like. Uh, Kind of shades of candor, uh, yeah, Kandor. yeah. But you know, I look at that, and and people look at, it and they're like, "Oh, well, that's kind of neat," you know. And I have a Adam West Batman figure. Guess what I have that I'm building right now? I'm building a rope ladder, <laughs> and he's going to be hanging onto the rope ladder. And is he going to have a? I shirt? have a rubber shark. Oh, it's going to attach to his leg. Yeah, yeah. So that way, when people see it and they've seen that movie, they look. And what's fun is I've had people come into my my comic book room. Mm -hmm. You've done it. Yeah. You look and you're like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, look at this. Oh, I didn't know you had this. And it was just like little beeps and moves. And... It's, it's like taking things from your brain, things that are already kind of circulating in your brain, and putting them just out. It's externalizing yeah. the brain. Like when you did On Leather Wings. 
Yeah. You, know, you yeah. have Batman with the grappling hook attached to Man Bat, and they're flying across. That's one of my favorite scenes of re- Batman history. Re- recreating some, it's like a mini museum, yes. actually. And and just a, a nice segue into uh, the oh. toy fair, NECA. Oh my God, do I love NECA? N- NECA is a, a co- toy company that uh, they have. They own several licenses. I love what from- you say about them. What what do I say? What do you call NECA? They are oh, they're like uh, they're, they're the poor man's the hot po- toys. The, they're the poor man's hot toys. Yeah, yes. and I, and and NECA, if you're listening, I do not in any way mean that as an insult. That is the compliment. NECA, sponsor us. Yeah, that, come that, on. That is a compliment of of the highest form because. I think with NECA, for very affordable prices, oh God. you get incredibly detailed now, figures. And you know what I love is they always take like these little side looks. Like, they have a, they had a series. They were the um, video game series. Your Batman figure. Yes. It has yes. a Michael Keaton Batman, but it's painted like the Batman figure from the Nintendo video game. Purple. They have Purple. The, um, the Rambo figure. It looks like the Rambo from the video game. They, they had have, a they had a Godzilla one they too. They have Godzilla. They have RoboCop. They have Terminator. They have like the red and blue Terminator skeletons from the Sega game. If you're a child of the '80s or '90s oh. and you've got the nostalgia bug, NECA is your company. They they have got your drug of choice. Like this one right here. I need this in my life. Oh, um, and so what Chris is motioning to, and and we should say that we're going to have a link on our page. So go ahead and visit us on our uh, Facebook, Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, because we're going to have links to the NECA booth and also the Marvel booth. I'll see if I can add a link to the DC booth as well. But what Chris was referring to was the uh, Gremlins figure. So they're going to have... But a... you don't just get one! Oh, no, no, no. You, you, they have... Uh, it's... Uh, I want to call him Mowgli. It's not, not Mowgli. What's it? What? Mowgli? Mowgli. I'm you jungle son book. of a bitch! Oh, my God. Oh, it's Gizmo, you it's bastard! Not, oh, my God, yeah. Gizmo. Gizmo! 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 Um, Voice by... Howie Mandel. Of course! The great, the great Howie Mandel. Uh, well, I think with the Gizmo figure, you get all of these accessories. I bet you get the bandana. Little different facial little expressions. Little facial expressions. Yeah. The attention to detail yes. on the NECA figures is incredible yes. at a fraction of the cost of what you have to pay for a hot toy. Well, like I said, I need the Agent Coulson action figure, and I'm going to spend $500 for because it. Because I really want to get that dude's, uh, you know, I want to get his suit and the glasses and, and all of that. Please. Uh, I was so excited. I'm going to mention just a couple of things that I was excited about, and, and Chris, please chime in wherever you want. I, I think you, you and I both saw this one, this set. And it was the Batman versus Alien uh, playset. Oh my god! Now, the, <laughs> the crazy thing about this is, this is literally ripped from the comic. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you explain to him? Why don't you? I mean, because <laughs> that Joker alone—that's the thing. The alien is the Joker. So, so picture this: you have first of all this beautifully rendered Batman figure. Do you notice his cape? It's, it's cloth. cloth. It's cloth. No, I love that. I have not seen a cloth cape since the Michael Keaton figures. It, exactly. The, the attention to detail on NECA is fantastic. Yes, so with this playset, you get, it's already I available. It's a playset. It's a playset. But it is. You actually get like the alleyway and everything Oh, no, well. no, no, no. You don't, you don't get well, the alleyway. No, no, no. There's being one sold separately. I saw the giant alleyway that they're actually selling. Are you sure that wasn't for the NECA display? It I think it been. might. I think it might have been it for the NECA been. display. That would have been very I cool. Thought that it was going to go with it. But for what they're selling it for, I don't think they're going to include the display. Right, but no. so anyway. so uh, imagine this: you get, I think, what is probably like a seven-inch scale figure, gorgeous, uh, of of Batman with a customized 
Jokerized xenomorph yes. from, the, from the aliens. So it's got a green dome on, on its head, uh, blood splattered. Well, lips, I love that it's blood and, and then on its tail. And on its tail, but it's basically an albino alien. Yes. Uh, this this is a, a callback to a, a, a crossover series that, and, and as you know, uh, Chris, I, I I just I eat up the crossovers. We love crossovers. I love, love the crossovers. Uh, back around the the uh, I think it was like the mid nineteen nineties. Um, it might have even been earlier than that. You you had a crossover between DC properties and Dark Horse properties, and one of them was Batman versus Aliens. Now, Chris, did you know that there were two volumes of this? No, I did so not. So the first story takes place in South America. So Batman is going to investigate the disappearance of a Wayne Tech employee. He was an archaeologist working uh, in South America. And they've lost contact, and so Bruce Wayne... 97. 97. 97. Okay. So Bruce Wayne, as Batman, is going down to South America to investigate the disappearance, comes upon a temple that has also... Oh, we know what happens in the temples! That has an alien ship crashed into it, and that's where he meets the, the aliens, the, the xenomorphs. Then in Volume 2, and I'm not as familiar with Volume 2, but a scientist... And it, this is only the comic book absurdity that you can right, that right. you can get in, in a story like Batman versus Aliens. Splices the DNA of the xenomorphs with various villains uh, from Arkham Asylum. So I think you have like a Two Face alien, you have a Joker alien. Oh, I gotta see these. I mean, it's just does it's, the Mister Freeze one step outside like ah, and then it runs back in. It's oh, it's so ridiculous. What other it's figures? So are? ridiculous. So, Besides, but how much are these guys? Um, I, the Batman alien figure, I think, runs about like between forty and fifty dollars. So you're paying technically ten to fifteen or twenty to twenty dollars, twenty five dollars for four two very nice figures, and they're highly detailed. Yeah. I mean, that's actually one of the nicest Batman figures. That, that's a good representation of the '90s Batman. Absolutely, that muscles upon muscles, Batman, and yeah. and that that Jokerized alien is just such a novelty. It's it right. will make for and such once a- you. See it and you look, you go, that looks like the Joker. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was one thing I looked and I went, that looks like the Joker. Well, of course, the Xenomorph is not the only alien that Batman has tangled with. No, he's he's actually fought the greatest hunter of them all. The the Predator, which I this is what really got the ball rolling. This was this was the comic book that I think really stoked my love of crossovers. And Chris, I don't know if you could look that that one up too. Yeah, but, look it up. Um, the story, the first story, Batman versus Predator, takes place uh, in in Gotham City. Uh, the the galaxy's greatest hunter, the Predator, comes to Gotham to stalk its prey. He's, this guy's, you know, he's wasting prize fighters. He's killing gangsters. Nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety one. So. Um, Batman, of course, he doesn't know. He just thinks that there's it's some, another it's, serial killer. It, it's a serial killer or vigilante, and so. Uh, but the figure set that they are selling is another two set. It's another twofer where you get Batman in the armor that yeah. he wears at the end of this story, the one this I love, final showdown with I the Predator. I love the Batman logo because it's like that 90s, like, it's not even the classic Bat. It's like this weird, like, hybrid design. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, and if I'm not mistaken, I may be mistaken because I'm just, I'm looking at promo pictures from NECA, but I believe that that Predator figure that you get in the, in the yeah, two first no, set, you're going you're gonna to get an alternate head. With, without its mask. So you're going to get masked and, and unmasked. Yeah. You know what I love? I know that they have the Collector series. It's one of the ones that I haven't actually got was the Predator movie series, and they're putting out two 
more figures. Oh, they're putting out a shit ton of Predator figures. Uh, Chris, um... I'm, you know what? I feel like I'm talking a lot. I gotta let you I'm, talk. No, I gotta, no, no, I gotta, no, 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 no. Go ahead, boss. You're I, the one leading. No, this. no, no, no. I, I'll just say a few more words, and then I gotta let you speak, man, because I, I, I don't want to hog everything. They're giving us a shit ton of predators, yeah. so I'll, I'll just, I'll mention two, uh, two, two that I'm really excited okay. for. So you see this one down here. Yeah, he's got like the gold helmet. He's mm-hmm. got, he's got the gold helmet, and then on his chest, I don't know if you can see what that, make out what that is. That is an alien skull. That's a xenomorph. Oh, that's skull. cool. So, but this predator, I don't know if you know the it's story. Badass. They're they're hunters, and one of the things is, is like for them to re- re- uh, when they reach maturity, mm-hmm. they go on their first hunt, and they actually will fight xenomorphs. Absolutely. And this predator, this is this is how I'm really I'm, I'm going full nerd, right. going full nerd. All right. This predator, this particular design, was the design of the predator from the original. Alien vs. Predator comic book. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm not talking about the movie. Right. Okay? I'm going to lend this to you because this is... If if they had done... I don't know how you felt about the Alien vs. Predator movie. Meh. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a meh It's not terrible, movie. but it's not great. But if... I'm going to lend you the comic book. We're going to do a review of this at yeah. some point. Because this story, it borrows more, I think, from the strengths of the alien genre. Right. It takes place on an alien planet... Uh, there's colonists, kind of like in the movie Aliens. Yeah. What they don't know is that they've settled on a planet that the Predators use as a hunting ground. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yes. of course, hilarity ensues yeah. when they release the aliens on the planet, and this Predator is done in the style of the Predators See, from that book. See, that's cool. Now, here's here's one thing I'm kind of going to jump back a little bit with movies. Yeah, 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 sure. Somebody once said that they wanted to see a Batman movie done... Where the criminals, like a gang of criminals, are the main characters, and the Batman is kind of like the Predator. Where all of a sudden, <laughs> they're gone, and they're like, where did he go? Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and people talk about it, and I'm like, you know, it wouldn't have been a bad idea. It would have been a different way to do the movie, yeah. s- certainly. Yeah. Uh, one Look, other thing, and then I'm, I'm going to shut up about it and let you do some talking, is, is uh, this Predator figure. Look in the back right yeah. here. They have done. This is what I was talking about. It's, I it's called love the this. Jungle Demon uh, figure. You it, want to talk about this, Chris? All right. So, as you know, one of the stalking abilities that the Predator has, he has a cloaking ability, and that's where he's hiding in the trees and he's mimicking all the people, and you know he's watching them. It's his stalking mode, so he's invisible, but he's kind of like translucent, where you can kind of see him when he moves. Mm-hmm. So in this, it's clear on some parts but then you see these jungle leaves and everything behind him but you see his eyes and you see that glowing of the eyes it's they, so they, cool. they did something on this figure with the airbrushing yeah and they've airbrushed it in a way to give the effect of, of glowing yeah. green eyes and that schwarzenegger figure good god it it literally looks like they shrunk him and put from the movie that literally looks like a clip from the it, movie. It does. It looks like a little mini... You know what it looks like? I'm the little Schwarzenegger. I'm going to find the Predator. The Predator's going to... The mini Predator's going to try to find me. I'm going to hunt it. It's going to be fantastic. He's going to hide in mud. The, these, so these figures are... They're, I think it's... Are they a two-set? It's the third... No, no, they're not They're not a two-set. Um, It is the, the 30th anniversary, I think, of, of this movie. Ugh. And so NECA is releasing... I will tell you right and, now. And re-releasing a bunch of the, the Predator figures. One of my favorite movies of all time. I love watching Predator. Uh, it, it's it's one of those wonderful, violent movies of the 80s. It's yes. right up there with like Robocop. Yes. The Terminator. Yes. Aliens. Lethal Weapon. Uh, Tootsie. 
What? Okay. What? We'll move on. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what else did NECA put out? Let's let's take a look. Well, That's, did, they did, have a Superman versus Aliens. It's it's okay. Oh, you, you're not liking the Superman I, too much. I don't like that design. He looks kind of goofy. Really? Like his face looks weird to me. He looks like he's pooping. He does! That's the, that's the Superman pooping yeah, face. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's going to take a super dump. Now, there's an alternate head that comes with, with this, the shooting of the eyes, with the which shooting is of cool. The, but not enough to get your money. No, not at all. Not enough to get your... Not at all. So, what of, of the different NECA figures uh, that that I'm showing here, and there's a lot okay. more, I should say this. Go down. What, um... Next next slide. What are you yeah, excited okay. about? Those Ninja Turtle figures are gorgeous. Okay, this is from the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. I mean, th- those look if if you they didn't look have... like the damn figure, like they are the, the the right from the movie. If you didn't have anything in there for scale, never you would swear that those were actually the the actors yeah. in the costume. And you know what I love. They actually have the baby turtles as well. They're gonna they're gonna release those. I, they're I gonna release the baby turtles. The baby turtles, yeah. But for me, like, if I never have another Ninja Turtle figure ever again, mm-hmm. I'm good with those. Right, right. I want those. It's like all I need, all I need, all I need are those. All I need are those Ninja Turtles, and, and maybe then, this Batman, and this chair, <laughs> and maybe this chair. That's all I need. But that's all I need. need Those Ninja Turtle figures, that Batman figure, this chair. (laughs) And maybe a lamp. Maybe a lamp. Maybe this. And a sandwich. And a sandwich. But, Uh, God, man, they are just hitting it out of the park with now. Now, I should mention these Ninja Turtle figures, these are not going to be like your $24 figures. No, these are going to be at least $100 a piece. This this is going to be like your hot toy. Do you think they're going to be $100? Yeah, if if at least. I think it's going to be a little more than that. I think it's but still, be. I mean, they're so worth it. I mean, you even look, their bandanas are cloth. They're not plastic. No, no. They're, they, they, these are larger figures. Uh, they're, they're doing figures in the quarter. I think they, they call it the quarter scale. Yeah. Uh, like this Daredevil figure. Oh. Well, what would you think of the Daredevil figure? All right, so I put this that is, in there because I know you're and a I appreciate big, that. big Daredevil fan. This is a classic representation of the man without fear. So you're going to get... Daredevil with his batons, you know, it's going to be... In, and everything looks just so perfectly molded. The suit actually looks like fabric. You notice that lately. Like, our, our um, New Frontier figures that we reviewed, I mean, you're looking at that. That's how you can tell when they really do a good job, is when they actually make the, the figure the look cre- like... The creases, the creases and, and the, stuff yeah. like that of the fabric. So you're going to get the Daredevil head, but then you're also going to get a Matt Murdock head. But what's also neat... Is you're going to get the Daredevil mask by itself. So you could put the Matt Murdock head on and then have him hold the mask. So that would be kind of cool mm-hmm. to be able to have that. Um, but it comes with a, a fully extended baton. So it would be uh, uh, pretty interesting to be able to watch. I love those little Rocky figures. Do you remember what those are from? Are those? those? Yes. Wait, those are from the movie. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. So a while back, Brisk Ice Tea yes! used to do yes, commercials. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey, yo, Mick, who keeps ringing that bell? I can't concentrate. It's over, Rock. Nothing is over. Just give me something to drink. Those are oh, I love it. After the little minis from the Brisk Ice Tea commercials. I want the Mick one by itself because he's creepy as shit. <laughs> His eyes are a bit haunting. Buggy. <laughs> it's over, Rock. But you know what I do to him? 
I put a top hat on him, and I put a little monocle on him, put a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> that <laughs> is the fucking penguin. You turn him into the penguin. Well, he was. Oh, boy. Okay, so uh, do you want to stay on NECA? You want to move on? Let's move on. on. Okay. Keep on moving. Keep on keeping on. Oh, so the Marvel Legends. Marvel series. Legends. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about right. some Marvel Legends. So let's stay on the Daredevil role. Yes, uh, we're getting a a six inch Netflix style Daredevil. Oh man, this this is much needed. I mean, this is that's that's season two. So you're going to get the black and the red, and that I I showed this uh, picture to Gwen. Yes, and you know what she says? She goes, "Oh look, that's a new still from the Defenders." I go, "No, baby." That's an action figure. Wow. So, I mean, people are looking at it and they're like, holy shit. So also with this series, you're getting Daredevil. You're going to get Elektra. I I will say this. I will say this. You do have to be careful sometimes with these promo picks. Because I've had had experiences where they will show you a really souped up nice prototype. Yeah, because that's the one that they took and they airbrushed and they painted. And And then the actual figure doesn't hold up. Looks like shit. And I have seen that sometimes with Marvel Legends. Haven't seen it with NECA. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. But if the figure looks like this, uh, I'm in. I am so so in. I gotta get this next to my Ben Affleck Daredevil. And next to my comic Daredevil. I was going to say, don't joke, I actually have a Ben Affleck. Figure. I do! No, I, I've, I've got I have the giant-sized uh, Marvel Legends oh. where it's leather. And you actually, op- if you open up his jacket, the chest mold on it is actually rubber and it's actually squishy. And But it has all the scars from the movie. Oh, wow. It's a really cool figure. I mean, it's one of those where they're like, where the hell did you get that? But... I, I I really felt you know off. you're a nerd if you own a Ben Affleck Daredevil figure and you're pretty proud of it <laughs> exactly um, uh, and and also so don't forget uh, since we're talking about Netflix inspired figures we have they're going to be bringing us a, an Electra figure we're as getting well. more than just that uh, so we're getting the Electra figure okay we are also getting a Jessica Jones figure that they put out and she is she looks relative i mean it looks like Kristen ritter right yeah now gwen laughs because if you've watched that that show mm-hmm. which i'm sure you have yes i have <laughs> she says she looks at that figure she goes i wonder if she's gonna smell because <laughs> if you look at the movie she's never in a shower well she's she's a, she's a drunk but she's always in the same clothes always in the same underwear she's you know doing all these dirty nasty things and she's still in the same clothes so we always kind of laugh at that. So, but you want like a scratch and sniff to oh, come with this figure? I, I wouldn't. That's the thing. We're also getting a Punisher figure. Yeah, a yeah, John I, Barathal Punisher. I didn't figure. have a picture of that. I'll, Sorry. I'll pull it, I'll yeah, pull it up. So yeah. we're getting it from the last scene in the movie, or in the in the show. If you no, that's seen already. It, it feels like a movie. It is. If you haven't seen it, or if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, it is. Just, You're a loser. Yeah, no. you kind of are. Yes, okay. Hold on. Um, so basically, at the end, that's when we're finally going to see Frank with his... You're uh, talking about the end, of the season finale of uh, Daredevil, yes. season two. Yes. Okay. So you finally get this this figure, and... I've seen the one you're talking about, It and it looks like John... Barenthal. Barenthal. And it yeah. has his... Here we go. I mean, it has his skull armor... And it comes with different action. It comes with different heads. You're gonna get the the marked up face where it's all broken and busted, and then you're also gonna get one where it's normal looking. Uh, multi, of course, a multitude of guns. 
But he's got his trench coat, and it's it's pretty awesome. Um, Christopher? Yeah. I will mention it to you after the show. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just realized something. I'll I'll, oh. I'll comment to you off offline. Um, I'll tell you. You know the. I'm really go. liking That's the, other head. the Spider-Man figures yeah. that we're that we're getting. Uh, we're so we're getting a, a new Beetle figure. I, I'm so glad I held off on getting the female yeah, Beetle I figure. I, I wanted uh, the dude. I, we're getting a classic classic Beetle mm-hmm. figure. So I'll, I'll I'll be putting together my uh, my sinister foes of uh, of Spider-Man yeah. collection. Uh, we're getting Captain Universe. Do you do you know the story behind Captain Universe? I've heard it like once before, but I love. I want to hear it from you. Well, there is a th- th- so there is this entity that exists in the Marvel Universe that's called the Uniforce. Okay, uh-huh. and so every once in a while, it will choose a being to empower, and it and it makes that being. When your most- powers combine, form Captain Planet. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Ca- universe. Huh. <laughs> Captain Planet. Universe. 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 So, for a time, Spider-Man was the host to this Uniforce and became Captain Universe. Normally, you'll, you'll notice on the I mask... It's mask, it's the Spider-Mask. Yeah, normally, when, when a person who's not Spider-Man wears it, the, there's a hole for the, in, face. In, in, for the face. But, of course, because it's Spider-Man, you see underneath is the, is the Spider-Man well, mask. Well, don't you think Peter would take it off? I'm so... Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Never the easy way with that dude. Right. Uh, so, I'm, I'm really excited for that, but... The, the th- oh yeah, this is so ridiculous, and I'm such a I'm such a comic geek for this. You actually get a decent one finally. We are finally getting a Marvel Legends style Mary Jane Watson Parker. I don't give a fuck what you say, John Casada. They're still married. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. They're still married. All right, Mary Jane Watson P- Parker. Oh my god. <sighs> you know right. what? You know what I. It, this is almost as bad because you're like so excited for that. Meanwhile, it's right next to a gorgeous Phoenix figure. Now, mind you, there are like a million Phoenix figures. However, this one... Evil Phoenix. But yeah, look at her hair is on fire. I love the fire texture. Yeah, and how about the, the little... That's uh, what I'm talking about. The, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, accessory you get So you get, get this accessory a bird. of... you A phoenix! A phoenix! You, in the comic books, when she would, like, the fire was alive, and it was a phoenix. Mm-hmm. So on her arm, you're getting this fire accessory, but it's in the shape of a phoenix. How cool is that? It, it, it is a very neat looking figure. I love the effects I love that her hair, it. her hair in the beginning, like in the... You know, towards her scalp, the front of it is airbrushed on, but then as it slowly swoops down her hair, it's actually see-through and clear, like fire. Yeah, that's yeah. really detail-oriented. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Uh, that's gonna that Jean Grey figure is actually gonna be part of a two-pack that's gonna come with old-school oh. Cyclops with the go-go boots, with the go-go boots, and the, well, the Captain America boots. Yeah, yeah, the go-go boots and the and the Blue Dome. Yeah, on, on his head. Uh, and that Mary Jane figure that I was talking about is also going to be part of a, a two-pack. I believe it's Does she gonna... come with Aunt May? She doesn't come with Aunt May. Well, no. that's bullshit. She's going to come with big-time Spider-Man. What? Big-time Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, so That's it, nice. See the glowing effect yeah. on his chest? I really... Is this from the new series where Peter Parker is the... Ah, I love that Spider-Man. It's Parker Industries yeah. Spider-Man. So he's got the glowing eyes effect. I love that. That's a glowing... really nice figure. But my hope is, is that it's... It's not just the model. I'm really hoping that the actual figure looks as nice as this model. I hope looks. so. I'll probably still get it if the Mary Jane looks anything like the Mary Jane that's here. Yeah. Because, honestly, 
My Spider-Man is lonely. She comes with a purse. He, he, she comes with a purse. She. Co- I mean, it, this is this is it's so ridiculous. I'm such a nerd. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> now, Kit. <laughs> See, I was waiting for that. I was ready. Now, Kit. Yeah. <laughs> See, the problem is, I'll like open up the door, and you're like, "Don't open my door! Don't you knock when I come in here? You don't know what I'm ever doing in here." Mom, I'm playing with my action figures. <laughs> I was thinking of a uh, Darth helmet. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see you play with your doll, sir. <laughs> Knock when you <laughs> before you enter. Knock, sir. Yes, sir. Um, one last thing about the Marvel oh, Legends. Yeah. We think about this Moon Knight figure. Now, did they do one before? They've they've done a Moon Knight figure at uh, the old uh, Toy Biz uh, uh, figures, but not the Marvel Legends. Um, not uh, well. Marvel Legends started with Toy Biz. Has- Hasbro newer... Hasbro hasn't done one. Yeah, and. I I own one Moon Knight figure. Huh. I own the uh, it's a Marvel Select. Yeah, so he's it's gorgeous. So it's a, it's a larger figure. Yeah. But I tell you what, I didn't like about there's some things I don't like about him. I have some problems with him. This one? If no, no, this new Marvel Legends Moon Knight. Right. This might be replacing my Marvel oh, Select. Figure. Look at that. Uh, one of the things I didn't like about my Moon Knight figure, he wasn't in scale. He wasn't in scale with he was my bigger other, than everybody else. Bigger than everybody yeah. else. So, um, yeah, I'm. I, I mean. Moon Knight's one of those characters you either love him or you hate him. This is a cool figure, but I'm not a fan of the black. Yeah, I like the all white design that they that they used to do. It I, is kind of black, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, but he kind of looks like Black Panther wearing Moon Knight's. He does. Know. He does look a little bit. So you know they're using a Daredevil baton. I don't know if you noticed that. That is yeah, a Daredevil yeah. baton. Well, Marvel Legends does. They like love to, to reissue weapons. They, they reuse pieces and parts that we won't hold that against them. But, but oh, yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? So what else we got going on? Um, so, so those are some of the Marvel Legends uh, I found. Let, let's go on to DC. Well, I found Ultimate a new Earth. Batman figure that I buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there, there looks like the DC Multiverse is they're releasing a Batman that's done in the the, the current uh, the current All Star Batman. Yeah, I mean it's gorgeous. I love that new Bat design. It was something for that reissue that I looked at, and I was like, eh, I'm okay because like it's it's almost. A tribute to the 90s, but it's its own. Because if you remember, you remember how it had the yellow logo with the bat. With this, we keep the big black bat, but we just put a little border around it to give it a little flair. And and how about the the purple in the cape? Which is a throwback to the original Batman costume. I love that. This is actually a, a Batman cosplay that I think I'm going to do. I want to do the purple on the inside of the cape. And I only have to adjust like four things and I'm set. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that, that's, a, that's a great figure. We're getting the giant How, buster or the the robo, or the Batman ro- buster armor. Ro- ro- no, that's a Robo Bunny. Yeah, that's right, I agree. But they ro- call it the Robo Buster. No, so, I think you're thinking of Justice Buster. I forget what they named that thing then. I called it shitty. But that's... <laughs> it does, it looks like it's a cross. It, it's a three-way cross. It's a rabbit. The Tick, oh, yeah. and Blue Beetle. Yeah, yeah. What, what, That's the one that Jim Gordon would be in. That That is. What did you think of this Clayface right. figure? So, this is gorgeous. The only thing for me is when I look at that, mm-hmm. it looks like it has no intelligence. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He's got this weird look. It looks like a pet. Yeah. Like, yeah. that looks like a, a thing you would keep on a chain. But for me, you know what's the bad... Tell me the bad part about this figure. Um... 
You ready? I, I don't know. What, what What's the build? It's the builder figure. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. figures that I don't want. Yep, yep. To yep. build Clayface. You know whoever came up with that Build-A-Figure? You son of a oh, bitch. Oh, you bastard. Because they always come out with the coolest <laughs> ones. Like, they had one that was a Sentinel, remember? Yeah. And that thing was massive. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I need a Sentinel. And then I'm looking at it and I'm like, but I don't want a Jubilee action figure. I gotta buy Toad? No! I want Toad? <laughs> no one wants Toad. I don't even think T- Toad would want a Toad figure. Ray Park just said okay. He didn't know what he was doing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the only... But, you know, I- I'll tell you, and... I'm sure as many of our listeners know, once these figures come out, you can usually find the build figures for sale on eBay. Yeah. They're 50 bucks online. Yeah. They'll sell them for like 50 bucks. Yep. And you know what? I'll pay it. Yeah. Would you pay Because you bought the Hulkbuster. I did. I did. Well, you know what I bought more recently? Hmm. Sandman figure. You That's remember? right. You the, did. The, the Spider-Man, uh, the most recent the wave. The Spider-Verse I did, series. I didn't want to buy all of the figures, and so I yeah, yeah I, I picked up the, the Sandman figure. And, and he's He's a great... I, we need to do a review on him. Yeah. He's a great figure. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I'm kind of excited about this figure. I don't know if you recognize who this I character is. I have no is. idea. I, I can guess. So, yeah, go, go ahead. Take a guess. No idea. Go ahead. So, this character is called the Reaper. And he is actually, he was featured in Batman Year 2. So, that was the follow-up to Batman Year 1. Which I still haven't read yet. He was Vigilante. Who huh. is basically and and does he remind like Mask of the Red Death Phantasm kind of a thing? And I kind of like it. Was the inspiration for, for the, the Mask of the Phantasm? Ah, see, I win. You win. You win. I win. I win. That's why it's called I win. Yeah. That's really cool. It's a cool figure. It, it's. Um, I was really pleased when I saw that. And you know, the thing with these toy makers is they know that we nerds. First of all, one, we're going to give you money. We have more sense than money. Yeah. And no, uh, strike that. Reverse it. Oh, we have more money than sense. Thank you. Uh, all right. And we're completists. Yes. Which means that, okay, I can't oh. just own one figure from the series. I have to own every figure from the series. Oh, what are you talking about? Like, that I've been traveling to almost every target I can think of so that way I can complete a series? You know, that kind of thing. That! Um, Meanwhile, you have everybody who works at the store and they start to know you by name because they're looking at you weird? Wait, let's say that again. Meanwhile, <laughs> that's exactly what happens, man. Um, yeah, yeah, they they know us well. So they're so the toy makers they keep coming out with variants. And they're also doing the rebirth, right? Rebirth. Is that what we're calling them? The the new newer design figures, rebirth. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Superman. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's it's not my favorite design. I hate that stupid belt. Yeah, but I love the face sculpt. I love the cape design. It's thinner. Mm-hmm. Um, the boots look stupid, but I mean, you don't like that they're blue. No, give me back my red I, boots. I, I think they are. I think they updated him and they put back red boots, yeah. and then they fixed the belt. Oh, and did they? Like I looked and I was like, "Yay, they all listen!" Right. That's all. That's so all I they think needed. somebody listens to the Justice Nerd podcast. Awesome. You get awesome. a Batman, a Batwoman figure, and she comes with a uh, a variant, a variant head, mm-hmm. uh, alternate alternate head, the Cassandra, oh, Cassandra with the King. short head, and the short hair. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love it. I love it. The Two Face figure. That is a gorgeous Two Face figure. Based off of, we were just talking about this. Bat, uh, road trip. Batman. Road, road trip. Uh, it's road trip. Two Face. He's got the the red jacket. The the, the red tie. and black scarring of his face. And so th- this is, you know, this was very exciting. Yeah. Uh, uh, very uh, for I think my wallet was very frightened. Uh, very uh, for I think my wallet was very frightened. Uh, I think it got up and ran. I think it got up and ran away, so I'm going to have to go chase it and and, and find it again. But uh, 
we, we got some really exciting stuff coming in yes. uh, 2017. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a good year for, for toys. Yeah. Well, guys, that is all the time that we have for this episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. we got to get up to the 200th floor and toss a murdering gangster bitch off a balcony. Chris, uh, an exit, please. With pleasure. Lawgiver. Grenade. And until next time, remember, if you're wandering the scorched earth and you happen upon the angel gang and they invite you for dinner, accept with caution, because it might just be you. Bye-bye and take care. <laughs>